So bring on St. Patrick's Day, which, well, as we're doing the show, happens to be today. I feel, Fingers Malloy, like we have been celebrating St. Patrick's Day for three weeks. Some of us celebrate St. Patrick's Day every day. You are a great Irish-American. I'm Tony Katz. That's Fingers Malloy. This is Eat, Drink, Smoke, where we eat the fine food, drink the fine bourbon, and smoke the fine cigars. And decided that in honor of St. Patrick's Day, actually being St. Patrick's Day, we might as well smoke something from Nicaragua. <laughs> Not sure how that works, but it is. It is the Davidoff Nicaragua Tubo Robusto. Definitely not my everyday cigar because if you know me at all from this show, I'm not a Robusto guy. I like a little more size in my cigar because I like a little more time with my cigar. A Robusto, well, that's a five-inch cigar. So this is a 5 by 50 meaning it's five inches long. Tee-hee. Always makes Fingers Malloy laugh. And 50 is the ring gauge. So that's the diameter of the cigar, basically how thick it is around. Tee-hee. There is a Diademas uh, a version of this that I really do enjoy. I actually like the Nicaragua quite a bit. But we really want to see how some of those flavors build as we're pairing this with a trio, a flight of Irish whiskeys from Teeling Whiskey. We'll get to that in a, a little bit, but we are in the first third of this cigar, Fingers Malloy. What do you think? Well, first of all, the the wrapper, it's, it's a nice shade of brown, and there's a touch of oil on the wrapper. It feels really good in the hand, nice uh, heft to it. But like you said, uh, I, I try to shy away from Robustos as well because I tend to smoke fast to begin with. So... What should be a 45-minute cigar, uh, I, I try not to make it a half-hour cigar, but I, I blow through this. Uh, but I, I'm getting uh, some sweetness, uh, some notes, uh, some nutty notes, as well as a little bit of wood. Right. So I, I'm with you there, uh, especially on that nutty and, and, and wood. And, and one of the reasons that this was actually, it was suggested to us by the cigar sommelier here, Richard, who is the, the first ever uh, you know certified tobacconist uh, a c- cigar guy in, in, in the country is that that spice is going to build up and he's very curious to see how we play with this flight of Irish whiskey which Irish whiskey I always find to be a touch bitter and it's it's not the right word guys it's not how I mean it it's that I have no other way to describe the feeling that I get in the back of the throat right. from, from Irish whiskey and, and that happens to me with most Irish whiskeys didn't happen last week when we did the Jameson Black Barrel that's finished in bourbon ca- uh, bourbon barrels and so it's, it's, a, it's a very unique thing uh, the Red Breast the red best, I don't remember if it's the 10 or the 12, as I mentioned the other day, uh, doesn't really give me that issue either for some reason, but many Irish whiskeys do. So we want to see how that spice matches and mixes uh, with, with things. But what's so interesting is that the flavor profile that Fingers is describing isn't necessarily what you would think of as a medium full cigar, but everybody and their mother would describe this as a medium to medium full, maybe a medium plus kind of stick, even as a Robusto. Yeah, and you know, we did light this uh, a few minutes before we started, and there was, uh, a, for me, a strong pepper note that has really quickly subsided. Dis- yeah, as opposed to getting used to it, it dissipated. Yes. I'm, I'm with you right there. But it's 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 interesting, though, because I often wonder if the uh, when you get a pepper note like that, that subsides that fast it, 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 did it actually go away on its own or it, it's kind of like when you dip your, your your toe into a cold pool you just get used to it and it, you're not noticing it as so much. that's why i say subsided versus dissipated because i think that in this case for me gone it's not that i'm used to it it's not there right now 
Um, it, I think the the wood, uh, whether whether it's a, a cedar or wood, I, I guess your palate's going to come up with different ideas and different theories. That's more prominent in that little bit of nutty undertone, which sometimes can get confused almost as a creamy, mm -hmm. in, in my view, uh, is, is there. Uh, but when you're dealing with, Davidoff does perfect construction. The wrapper on this thing, as fingers described, with that little bit of oil, it, it glides. It's absolutely perfect. And for a five-inch cigar, it's got a just the slightest touch of heft, meaning it feels right in the hand. Sometimes you'll hear us describe a wiffle ball bat. That's when you've got the cigar that you just pick up and you can almost throw it right out of your hand. It's too light <laughs> and there's not enough to it, right? Every blender is going to do what they do. I like and fingers like just a little bit of feel in the cigar so it, you, you know that you've got something. Yeah, but it, and in, when you're in a situation like this with a Robusto too, we're already seeing it here at the table. I'm already into the second third. You really need to, if you're the type of person that smokes too quickly, you're, you're taking a draw every 25, 30 seconds instead of a minute, you're going to blow through this cigar. And when you have a cigar this well-constructed with these flavor notes, a, a premium cigar like, like this, you, you don't want to blow through it in a hurry. You want to sit back, relax, and enjoy it. So one of the things that I'm doing with this, because I do want it to last, because I I, I, I do want to, to, to let it last, is I'm putting it down. I am setting it down, and I'm what I'm doing is giving myself more than a minute. I'm right. giving myself more than a minute to be able to make sure it does last. It's one of the reasons... It, you, you can almost say to yourself, man, you're doing a lot of work for a Robusto. Yeah. And that's part of my problem. Part of the reason I don't smoke Robustos is because I have to. I feel like I have to do too much work to get it to last because of how I naturally smoke. And I want to smoke in an effortless fashion. And it's not that the cigar smokes poorly. The draw on the Davidoff oh. a Robusto, it's a Tubo, Nicaragua, is absolutely perfect. We have a straight cut on this, not too shallow, not too deep. Nice and open, and when I say perfect, there is there is nothing to complain about. The, the, it's even when I set it down for a minute and a half. Remember, I'm not. It's not in my hands right now. It's <laughs> always in my hand. It's yeah. not in my hand right now. Uh, the, the it's staying lit, and the burn is dead on. Well, I think that my problem is I, I'm smoking it too quickly, so I'm just going to have to smoke too, Tony. Oh. That's how I solve the problem. Is I'll just smoke two, but, but I'm already in the, I'm well into the second third. It's I I can't help myself. Will you smoke two at seventeen ninety nine a stick? I'll smoke one of these. I really <laughs> enjoy it. Uh, no, it's 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 one of those things where I I just want something more. You know, I want I want to have a longer experience than than forty minutes when I start getting into you know seventeen twenty twenty five dollars a stick. Uh, I, I, I don't know, but I, I will say that maybe not necessarily in my humidor, but definitely something I would check out at my favorite It's lounge. a weird thing that, that we do, right, and that people do, value to size, right, and dollars to size. You're like, I want to be able to enjoy a little more of a smoke. I am not making the argument that this isn't worth $17. It's an absolutely excellent, excellent smoke. And when I said tubo, just so you know, the presentation, it comes in a tube, right? That, that's, that's why it's called a tubo. It is the Davidoff Nicaragua Tubo Robusto. And I, I don't make the argument that it's not worth it. It's, it's worth $17.99. Quickly, let me ask you this. When you get a tubo like this and you, you say you get a few of them and you bring them home, do you take them out of the, the tube when you put them in your humidor or you leave them in? No, I do leave them in if I know I'm going to smoke them within a certain amount of time. If I know over the course of the next two weeks they're going to be giving away or whatever yes I'll keep them in the tube if not 
they're coming out of the tube. My, my, uh, people have this argument about whether or not you keep the cigar in the cellophane. I take them out of the cellophane unless I know they're going to be giveaways, in which case they stay in the cellophane. Right? right? You got to know. You got to know your market. I guess. I, I love these tubos when it comes to traveling or when I'm going to the casino with the stick, and I know I can put that in my pocket and it'll be pretty well protected in the tubo. I, I, I think it's a wonderful way for for travel and when you're taking it somewhere. Yeah, absolutely. And also, it's presentation. If it's going to be a gift. The presentation, it's just great because you can hand them the tube. Like, I assume that's what they say. I believe, I believe the quote was (laughs) the Davidoff Nicaragua Robusto Tubo five by fifty. It's a lovely smoke. Just take your time with it. And being St. Patrick's Day. I, nothing. It's, it just happens to be St. Patrick's Day as we record this. Hope you're having a great weekend. We've got a lot to get to. This is Eat, Drink, Smoke. Our new book, Let's Go Bourbon, the bourbon reader you've always needed, is now available on Amazon.com and our website, EatDrinkSmokeShow.com. Pick up a copy today. I admit to you, without any hesitation, that I'm not a Starbucks guy. And it's a shame because they want to sponsor the show, Fingers Malloy, for billions of dollars an episode. And, and, and you're going to tell me? I said, I'm sorry, I can't be bought. I said, you can't buy Tony Katz. Fingers Malloy. Oh, you can buy him probably by the hour. Uh, Starbucks, my telephone number is area code 317-555-1212. <laughs> it's Eat, Drink, Smoke. I forget if I said hello. I'm Tony Katz. That right there is America's favorite amateur drinker. Fingers Malloy, Starbucks has come up in two very unique stories. One of them, all right, it's cutesy, it's fun. You got to ask yourself whether or not you believe it. The other one, this is this isn't going to work, and I think this is a a business decision that will come to haunt. And and we'll get into it. The first is the story about the the Starbucks staffers, and they are revealing the secrets <laughs> of Starbucks behind. Be- Behind the clover, the oh, secret. Oh, behind the clover? Behind Starbucks, right? They used to have the clover machines in there. I, I pay attention to these things. And one of the things that they're talking about in there, in, in, in what they do, uh, is, is they allegedly mis- misspell names on purpose to gain publicity. Because when your name is misspelled, let's say uh, Fingers Molloy goes in, he's like, I'd like a cafe macchiato. Because he seems like a guy who would order a cafe macchiato. I don't even know. I don't even think it's a what cafe. Is, it's not. It's just a macchiato. It's a macchiato? Ca- caramel macchiato. It's not a cafe macchiato? Uh, uh, he orders the cafe macchiato. Sure. It's a caramel macchiato. You're right. And uh, he says, they say, what's your name? And he goes, Fingers. And it comes back as Tim. Yes. Right? And he, and he takes a picture of it, puts it on Instagram, and says, can you believe this, how they spelled my name? Uh, supposedly, they do that on purpose. So you'll take a picture of it, and now they get publicity for Starbucks. Because Starbucks needs more publicity. Exactly. Showing it's- showing how they screwed up. I, I, listen, can we can we talk for a second about this? Can we talk? Can we talk? Can we talk? All uh, right, Joan. How's she doing? Uh, not as good as she'd like. Uh, so here's- but her face, still perfect. <laughs> Shame on you. I, I'm appalled. I, that Joan I'm Rivers appalled. joke is gold, and she would have laughed. Gone too soon. <laughs> uh, this is one of the things that drives me nuts about the media today is they create stories based on social media. You know, 10 years ago, they would run an opinion poll, and they'd say, the results of this opinion poll is news. And I'll tell you why. Well, now it's, oh, there's a TikTok trend you need to know about. And this is what, this is just from a, a TikTok uh, from an employee at Starbucks that said that this is what they do. And and to me, uh, 
is this really what they do? Or is this is just one TikToker saying that they, yeah, this is what we were told. Exactly. Oh, you're so angry about this. This is what this, this is, this is journalism today, ladies and gentlemen. The problem here is that I don't think that there are any Starbucks employees in the main who are like, how could I help Starbucks get more press? <laughs> Wouldn't they be, they'd be, I think they'd be focused on their own brand. Here's another one from the list. If the line is long, then a Starbucks employee can pretend some items to be out of stock looking at the demand of it. Absolutely. I believe 100%. that. 100%. Listen, as someone who used to bartend, back in the day, I was at, uh, we would, I bartended at a, 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 like a college bar hangout. Uh, and once it became 9 o'clock at night and it was really busy, oddly enough, our blender broke. Oh, right? I'm sorry. I can't make that blended drink for you. You wanted that blue motorcycle. Oh, you're, here's, uh, here's a Jack and Coke in a dirty glass. I've done that with my kids. Sorry, we're out of chicken nuggets. Here's salmon. Right? <laughs> Who hasn't done that? This is, not even a, this is not even a thing. Well, number three on the list is a little troubling. Go ahead. Uh, the famous cold coffee of Starbucks, the Frappuccino, is not made with coffee beans. It is prepared using flavored syrup. Did you think you were getting coffee when you got the cold coffee? It's a frappuccino. By definition, it's not coffee. It's a frappuccino. But chino. Isn't, isn't chino a chino? A, a cappuccino would be coffee. Oh. A frappuccino. A frappuccino is to coffee like Subway tuna sandwiches are to tuna. So all these years when someone thought to themselves, I want a cold drink to, to you know get me going in, in the morning... It's the sugar. It's not the caffeine. I want a cold coffee. I'm looking for a way to ingest 900 calories and still <laughs> think it's okay. That's, that's the Frappuccino. But this isn't the thing about Starbucks. They're, they're making – this, this can't work. And have they not learned anything regarding COVID? The story, according to NPR, is that Starbucks is going to phase out the paper cups in the U.S. and Canada, and they want to move people to the reusable. And as they say it, we have a bold long-term sustainability vision and ambitious goals for 2030. Now, that comes from the CEO, Kevin Johnson, who just this week stepped aside. <laughs> and Howard Schultz, the guy who made Starbucks Starbucks, is stepping back in as the interim CEO. They can't quit that dude. It's unbelievable. <laughs> they were going down this road. Then COVID hit, and they're like, no, 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 single service, everything. Everything. As a matter of fact, we won't even put the cream out anymore. Yeah. The, I not so, have we so put COVID in the rearview mirror that people are going to bring their reusable cup with them and does it get washed before they fill it? And I, I'm I am a man with questions. I a, a number of questions. I applaud this move because obviously this means if you are if you bought the cup and you're reusing uh, the Starbucks reusable cup, then obviously the coffee price. It's going to go down, right? Uh, coffee is going to get cheaper at Starbucks because you're, you're bringing in your own cup. So, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to get a deal at Starbucks. Coffee, is, it's going to be raining coffee. It's going to be so cheap. We're going to use it as our currency. It's going to be fantastic. Is, is that, 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 that's what's going to happen, right? If you're using it as a currency, <laughs> you're already saying that the price has gone up. Coffee is the new gold. <laughs> what are you talking about? Uh, the price is a great question. The price is not coming down. We both know it. We both know it. The coffee price is everywhere, man. Holy mick crap. Has coffee gotten expensive? What we search for in my family on deals on coffee is through the Starbucks, not Starbucks. A Costco is doing a thing 
where Lavazza, which I think makes very, very good coffee, was selling like a, was it a four pound bag? It was a five pound bag for like $12 or something. We bought all of them. If you come to my house, the whole thing, it, it smells like a Colombian hillside. <laughs> Which usually attracts the attention of the feds. Not in this case. Thank goodness. So do I have to bring my reusable cup with me when I have coffee at your house? I, I wish you would. I wish you would. But it, we're, we're, we took the deal because coffee prices have gone through the roof. I do wonder because, look, Starbucks may buy in a bulk that other people don't and have deals and suppliers, etc. But at what moment do they start raising their prices? Are we now the people? You won't pay $6 a gallon for gasoline. <laughs> but you'll pay $6 for coffee? Do you really notice all that much when your Starbucks coffee goes up 5%? Yes. When I, want, I want to argue, yes, that you do. That you do. You're used to paying a, 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 a rate, and then all of a sudden the rate went up. And all of a sudden you're realizing I'm reloading my app faster than normal because, well, the, the price has gone up. I think you do. The question is, does it change habits? Because if Starbucks is recession-proof in this way, and oh yes, people are talking, interest rates just went up, quarter point from the Fed, they're saying six more times Good this Lord. year. We're going to get into that a little bit more. If, if, you're, if Starbucks is recession-proof, well then, I'm at an absolute loss, man. If habits don't change due to, these, due, due to the increase in prices, even at 5%, I'm, I'm floored. I am absolutely positively stunned. Meanwhile, uh, buy from local roasters. I just think that's the right thing. That's the better thing. It's probably better coffee, too. This is Eat, Drink, Smoke. Follow the Eat, Drink, Smoke show on your favorite podcast platform, including Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, and iHeartRadio. Eat, Drink, Smoke. It is your cigar, bourbon, foodie, radio extravaganza. I'm Tony Katz. That right there. America's favorite amateur drinker, Fingers Malloy. Let's go bourbon. Our bourbon book available at Amazon.com or wherever fine books are sold. It's the bourbon reader you've always needed. Easy read. The hit, a little history of bourbon. The law that makes bourbon bourbon. Famous quotes from famous people about bourbon. Some recipes you're going to love. Let's go bourbon at Amazon.com. People are asking me when the next one's coming out. Yeah, I have been a little too ambitious on the books. <laughs> I got to woo up just a little bit and change some some thoughts about when some things coming out. It's it's it takes more than you think. It you're you're, you're editing and constantly editing, so it's coming out when it comes out. That's, that's a that's good it. answer. And, but meanwhile, there are still plenty of copies available. Let's go bourbon. And you can get that at amazon.com. <laughs> Smoking the Nicaragua the Davidoff Nicaragua Robusto Tubo, a 5x50 cigar. Uh, it is a beautiful wrapper uh, from uh, Nicaragua and just that right amount of oil. And it's built a touch of pepper back in as I get into the second third of this cigar. The wood is still there, a touch of nuttiness underneath, but we are going slow. Fingers and I put his down. I had to. Uh, it's a very, listen, it's a wonderful smoke, but I'm blowing through it way too quickly. And I want to be able to enjoy some of this cigar with our pairing with the Irish whiskey in the second hour. So I had to set mine down. But, you know, like I said, it's the You know what we can do? What's that? To to help you? We can talk to each other and pass the time. I felt to myself for a long time, I've said to myself, self, Tony and I don't talk enough. (laughs) (laughs) It's time, Fingers Malloy, right here, right now, for News of the Week. 
You're a, you're a good man, a scholar and a gentleman. Eat, drink, smoke. News of the week with happy hour anchorman Fingers Malloy. Or so the Germans would have us believe. Tony, did, did you did you notice it's it's light outside? I did notice it was light outside. That is strange because usually when we record, it's dark outside. We did this thing called daylight savings time, and never people, heard of it. People are very passionate, uh, pro or con, when it comes to to daylight savings time. Well, the U.S. Senate on Tuesday passed legislation that would make daylight savings time permanent starting in 2023. Your thoughts, Tony? They didn't just pass it. They passed it what? Unanimously. So the idea of getting rid of daylight savings time has been a conversation for the last 20 years. Here in Indiana, the whole idea of time zones led to actual fights in families about what to do. I didn't live here during the time. The stories are legendary. May I share one? Oh, please do. I am a transplant. I am originally from Michigan, moved down here in 2000 uh, when Indiana did not participate in daylight savings time. Uh, the first uh, spring forward, I showed up to work an hour early because I didn't know that they didn't change their clocks here in Indiana. Well, they had the whole debate whether they were going to participate in daylight savings time. And I will never forget, I watched a local newscast and they were having town halls all across the state and people were getting up and, and talking to the representatives and being very passionate. Well, there's this one elderly gentleman that got up and he was fired up. And he said, I'm tired of changing my clock. I'm not going to change my clock. Any- <laughs> no. Boom. Not- Hit the floor. Not true. Absolutely true. Thank what? God. Thank God. The gentleman just got a, a little too excited and uh, he fainted. It wasn't, he didn't have a heart attack over daylight savings time. But, uh, you know, and, and good on the news, by the way, for showing that entire footage of the elderly gentleman passing out in front of his representatives. But that's how passionate everyone was in this state about daylight savings time. Many of them did not want to participate. I love it. I you do? It. Oh, absolutely. I like being able to golf at 10 o'clock at night. I love that. That's beautiful. Senator Marco Rubio put forward the legislation, Senator from Florida, and he noted uh, some statistics. I, I, I may have it a touch wrong, but go with me on the general principle. Heart attacks go up 28% in the week of daylight savings. The time change so messes with people, it increases heart attacks. I didn't know that, and now... Now I'm convinced we should get rid of daylight savings because <laughs> I just can't have that in my life. Oh, and to me, do you really have uh, any long-term effect? Does it does it drag on for a few days for you when we switch the I'm clocks? I'm asleep right now. <laughs> I, I, it, it, I don't know if it's as I get older it does. I, I, can't, I don't think I'm allowed to admit that to myself in any way, shape, or form. I don't care if we get rid of it or not, and, and I don't care... Uh, which one we go with? Like, what? If, if we changed it by law, would we now uh, go back an hour? I think they're saying that they would they would keep it uh, right forward it an hour. Like, right? Yeah. So it it listen. If you got kids getting on a bus, it it does make you a little bit nervous that you know it's it's really really dark in the morning. And right. man, I'll tell you what, I, I didn't really notice this until I had kids. How people, especially with their cell phones. They just don't pay attention to, to school buses. You just see people blow through school bus stops all the time. What if 
we changed the system and didn't base school drop-offs on people's work schedules. We just said school is from 9 to 3. That's school, 9 to 3. When the sun is up and everybody, we, we engage these things based on, well, I drop the kid off and then I'm able to go to work. That's a, me- that's a messed up culture. That's saying that we have to go to work and you need both parents working and that's how you survive. And don't get me wrong, some people they do and some people want to. There, there are reasons for it. But if you change the, 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 the system altogether, maybe you would, maybe you would, uh, it wouldn't matter. None of it would matter. You heard it right here first. Tony Katz calling for revolution. Right there. Yeah. More like reformation. I mean, it doesn't have to be rough and tumble. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just suggesting that maybe we got to change some things in how we live our lives. Or maybe it is. You know, maybe, maybe it's just gotten too deep for cigars of bourbon. <laughs> when you talk about messing with the daylight savings time and a school schedule, <laughs> to some people that is revolution. Next, Fingers Malone. Well, you teased it in the previous segment. Mortgage demand falls as interest rates surge to multi-year highs. Uh, the average contract interest rate for a 30-year fixed mortgage uh, with conf- uh, conforming loan balances, $647,000 or less, increased to 4.27% for loans with 20% down payment. I mean, I, four, over 4%? We haven't seen yeah. that in a while. We have not seen it in a while. And so the interest rates just went up, went up a quarter point. I had said it was going to go up at half points, but things in Ukraine absolutely changing that they simply didn't want that kind of pressure on top of what is going on with, with this invasion. That seems pretty obvious that the Fed made that decision, but they said they like, you should expect six more hikes. When we talked about this, Bank of America analysts had predicted this. They were dead on. They said seven, so they've done one, six more. That's seven. They absolutely had it right. If you say a quarter point in each hike, that's 1.75% by the end of 2022. Wow. Where does that take uh, the, the, the 30-year fixed uh, home loans? Uh, exactly what's going to happen to the ability to borrow capital as people figure in their costs. So businesses grow less. So you have less purchasing of, of capital uh, uh, equipment, large-scale uh, uh, equipment, uh, com- uh, commercial equipment. Yeah. Man, there's something that plays here, and I am convinced also this is going to affect the um, the vacation season of, of 2022. Less people are going on vacation for sure. That's my take. Well, I mean, you're seeing prices go up when it comes to travel. You, you know, when it, either you know through flights or the the price of hotel rooms has gone up something like 30 percent. You know, uh, since this time last year. So yeah, you may see a lot of people not not traveling, but you're you're, you're also Hearing from the uh, airline industry that prices will go up, but they're they're also saying that demand is is starting to go up as well. So these are interesting times, Tony. Demands for flights. Yes. Yeah. If you can afford these flights, if, if if you can afford these flights, man, good on you. Fingers and I are going to to Vegas for a cigar conference. Coach, nine hundred dollars a ticket from Indianapolis to Vegas. That ticket was how much three years ago? Oh gosh, two fifty. This is if, if if the demand is going up, I'm really stunned. People people really want to get out of their house. They've been locked up long enough. Let's this go right bourbon. here is the bourbon smoke. reader you've always needed is now available on Amazon.com and our website eatdrinksmokeshow.com. Pick up a copy today. 
The people of Netflix, you've gone far enough. First, you up my plan to $15.49, which has gotten my wife to say, yeah, I think I'm good without having Netflix. And now you're going to start charging for password sharing? You people. You miserable people. I don't need to see the next season of Umbrella Academy that bad. It's Eat, Drink, Smoke. I'm Tony Katz. That right there is Fingers Malloy. Find everything at Eat, Drink, Smoke Show. And make sure you are subscribed to the podcast if you don't mind. Apple, Amazon with Audible, Stitcher, Google Play, Good Pods. It's everywhere, people. It's everywhere. Get the podcast. Find more at EatDrinkSmokeShow.com. They're going to start sharing. One of the things you could do is be like, hey, here you go, Mom. You can have it, too, for, the, for whatever it is you want to watch. Check it out. And now they've decided this is this is not acceptable. Well, I I never knew that they actually encouraged account sharing, which I, I that surprises me. But the company said in a statement that in the past it had, it had encouraged uh, account sharing among its among its 222 million subscribers. Tony. Yeah, that's a lot of people. Yeah, it is. But to me, I don't know. You just brought it up. You know, when we started doing the whole streaming thing and, and people started, you know, cutting the cord and going away from cable, it was based on economics. But now you're starting to see, uh, you know, I have Hulu Live right now. And I think with one or two of the add-ons, it's almost it's $75 a month when you add a Disney Plus or something else to it. Then you got Netflix. It's to the point where I'm starting to consider going back to cable. Yeah. I get your point because you start adding all the things together. You start putting all the things together, and the price is ridiculous, and your internet price is going up more and more. Right. So exactly at what moment is it? At what moment does it make sense, right? To, is it too much? So I, I can't say I'd go back to cable, but I am now taking a look at what it is that I watch and saying some things don't provide any value to me. If I can't create a good deal, I, I'm not, I'm not going to do... I'm not going to do the thing. I'm not going to be a part of the thing. And Netflix, for me, is going to go. Yeah, I'm to the point now where I'm finding myself spending most of my time, uh, you know, at my entertainment is is spent on YouTube. So, you know, I need to be more concerned about my internet than than anything else. I mean, I'm not going to talk about the YouTube Live where you get the, the 70 channels or whatever. I mean, just basic YouTube. Right. Uh, between YouTube and, you know, Spotify and all these other places, it's it, <laughs> you just feel like you're getting nickel and dimed with all these charges. The guys who aren't worried about it are Joe Buck and Troy Aikman. <laughs> in the um, mu- musical uh, revolving chairs that has taken place amongst sportscasters, the people who are in the booth, Troy Aikman had signed a multi-year deal with ESPN, $90 million. And Joe Buck, who had a year and $11 million left on his contract with Fox, said, I think I'd like to go with him. And Fox said, okay. And he signed for like something like 60 or 70 million dollars. And and I actually was on uh, News Nation Now, which is a network based out of uh, Chicago. They're in more than 100 million homes, I, I believe, a growing cable news outlet. And I was asked about this, to talk about this. And I said, I, I think the problem is, is that I'm a schmuck and decided to get my start in political talk right. instead of sports talk. I am a fool, and I'd like to apologize uh, to my mother and to my family right now. Shame on me. These guys matter so much to the enjoyment of watching the game that they're worth this? Yes. Yes, they are. 
when when you're looking at the salary cap for a typical team, I think it's two hundred and twenty million dollars now. Uh, this is a multi-billion-dollar business, and when you have people in the booth that are terrible at their job, it, it makes people, at the very least, makes them want to mute their TV. Uh, you see all the time on social media where there's a lot of Joe Buck hate out there. Yes, there is. Uh, and to me, this this move, there are two things interesting about this move. The, the first is they have been searching for a Monday night football crew for, really for some time that will actually stick. They have been tinkering with this lineup for a while. Well, now they got the heavy hitters from Fox to move over to ESPN to, to do the broadcast. What happens to the... The Manning boys, the Manning brothers. Oh, they, that's right. Eli and Peyton do their show uh, as well. I don't know. I think it can remain. I, I think it's fun. Maybe not everybody wants that in 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 their uh, in in their in their football. Maybe some people just want the basics. Oh, I agree with you. They made it feel like you were sitting down next to the the Manning brothers at the bar watching watching football. But if you are the main guys. You know, when they first announced that the Mannings were going to do this, if you were the main crew uh, broadcasting the, the Monday Night Football game, you couldn't be happy about it because they were taking an audience away. Well, they weren't paying that crew what they're paying Troy Aikman and Joe Buck. Oh, that's a good point. So you think they'd say, hey, Mannings, thanks, uh, bye-bye? Well, I don't think they're going to, but I, it, it, how will they promote it? <laughs> how, how do they market all this moving forward? Because this is a huge investment in their in their traditional Monday night crew. So what does Fox do? Because Fox had to say we're willing to give them up because we think the games speak for themselves. And they must feel like, all right, this is our time to develop the new talent at a third of the money. And they'll build up over time. Well, it feels like that we, we've talked about this in other segments of, of broadcasting where they need to start developing a bench. Right. Uh, you know, Fox has to develop a bench. You know, to me, growing up, Pat Summerall was the play-by-play guy. He, he was the best in the business. And what made him so great was, A, well, he, he played the game, first of right. all. He knew the game uh, backwards and forwards. But the other thing, too, was he was a minimalist. He didn't have to interject you know, himself in every play throughout the whole play. He would set back, let the play develop, because he knew it was a visual game. You're watching the game on TV. You don't have to be like a radio play-by-play guy. That was so fantastic about him is he would sit back, just let the play develop, and then all of a sudden there's there's John Madden jumping in with all the energy. Boom. Yeah, exactly. I don't think we've seen a crew like that other than, you know, Al Michaels is absolutely fantastic, and it looks like he's going to cash in as well. You know, when you get all these different streaming is services. Is he moving? Is Al Michaels? It sounds like he's moving. Uh, I don't have the story in front is of me. Is he going to go with Collinsworth? I, I think he's going to Amazon, if I'm not mistaken. Because they're going to start doing Thursday, Thursday night with Kirk Herbstreet. Ah. And Kirk Herbstreet's going to do college and pro, if I remember correctly. But the money that these networks are throwing at these established guys is just mind-boggling. So, yeah, at, at some point, some of these guys are going to say to themselves, man, we really need to get good at broadcasting football fast I'm, because I'm it's a ready. cash cow. I am ready to get good at broadcasting uh, the, the, the football. Here, let me let, let me try it. Okay. Yeah. First and nine? There, that, How was that? that? Oh, How was outstanding. That? Was, that not, was that not it? I thought I honestly that's that's worth at least four point five million a year. That right there. The way you added the question mark right? at the end and not nine? Sure. Why not? So here, let me let me let me let me try another one. The kick is up in 
Oh, just beat the crap out of that kicker. How do you miss that? He sucks and his mother's probably awful too. Why you got to bring his mother into 6. it? 6.2 mil. <laughs> My price just went up. <laughs> if I could do it without laughing, 7.3. That's unbelievable. That is, and it's just crazy. Cra- is, is there anybody in the front running for who's going to take over for Fox? Not not yet from what I've, I've seen. So you're telling me there's a chance. There's, there's a chance. Tony Katz, Fingers Malloy. Here with Sunday afternoon football at stuff. Lucas Oil Stadium. Oh, we're, we're going to be the voice of the Colts, are yeah. we? We're going to be at, they call it the Luke, Tony. Is that what they call it? Why not? I don't think uh, that they they do right there. I'll tell you what I am good at. Telling you about my MyPillow. MyPillow.com slash Tony. That's where you go to get the deal. Uh, look, MyPillow is fantastic. But I also use the MyPillow towels because they are they are terrific. They are absorbent. They come in a variety of colors. I happen to have them in blue. I like them in a blue, and they feel great. They dry you off absolutely perfect. None of that lotiony feel. And the towels are regularly $109.99. Right now, they're $39.99 a set. They're, so as I said, cotton grown in the U.S., and, and uh, they are, have all the colors, machine washable, 60-day money-back guarantee, and one-year limited warranty, two bath towels, two hand towels, and two washcloths for a limited time. Get the MyPillow six-piece towel set regularly, $109.99 for only $39.99 with promo code TONY. Visit MyPillow.com slash TONY. Get deep discounts on all the MyPillow products like the MyPillow mattress topper, the Giza Dream Sheets, so much more. Your six-piece MyPillow towel set for only $39.99 at MyPillow.com slash TONY. Remember, you can find our reviews on cigars, bourbon, and food over at our website, EatDrinkSmokeShow.com. Jameson is the name of Irish whiskey. I mean, if you were to ask anybody what is Irish whiskey, they will tell you Jameson. What they won't know is the Middleton Distillery in County Cork. We're talking about the home of Irish whiskey. And certainly they won't know about Middleton and something called Middleton Very Rare. And even more rare the Middleton Very Rare Barry Crockett Legacy, an Irish whiskey named after a second-generation master distiller, which is something that they don't normally name something after. But when they poured us a glass of it here at Blend Bar Cigar to try for St. Patrick's Day from a $500 bottle, we said okay, because who are we to turn our nose at Legacy and Tradition. It's Eat, Drink, Smoke, where we eat the fine food, drink the fine bourbon, and smoke the fine cigars. I'm Tony Katz. That right there is America's favorite amateur drinker, Fingers Malloy. I, I would just like to point out, I'm working right now. That is right. Okay. That is absolutely right. This is unique. I was not expecting this because we have this whole flight of tealing whisk, tealing whiskey, T-E-E-L-I-N-G, to get to. And then all of a sudden... Corey Johnston, the owner of Blend Bar Cigar, says, you got to try it. You got to try it. And we said, uh, yes, sir. Absolutely. This does not come out every single day. The Middleton, very rare Barry Crockett legacy is what we're talking about here. Irish whiskey. And this comes in at 46% alcohol by volume. That is 92 proof and fingers. I'm not an Irish whiskey guy. But when the pipes the pipes are calling, oh, Danny boy, <laughs> I am in. This is a single 
pot still is how they do it. You know, it's a funny thing with Irish whiskey as opposed to, let's say, bourbon. Bourbon is a distinctive product of the United States as declared by law. Irish whiskey is Irish whiskey. Uh, you know, it's, it's, it's the product of Ireland. But in Ireland, they're able to utilize a lot of different casks in order to age their whiskey. In the United States, for bourbon, it has to be a first-use charred oak barrel. So you get a very different nose, a very different profile from Irish whiskey, even far different than you would from scotch. Those are very different things. Don't confuse them even in, in your head. That nose on this Middleton is... Is fr- it's 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 fruity, it's sweet and spicy, and there is a touch of oak happening on the nose, which sometimes I don't even get from bourbons. Yeah, and the, and the color's a, a little lighter than what we would find from uh, a bourbon, don't sure. you think? Uh, it's it's a, like a lighter amber, uh, but I'm getting some I'm getting some real spice off of this. You're you're not getting any spice on it. Uh, I'm I wouldn't say real spice off it. I'm not going to say. That that it isn't there, but it's very pleasant. I don't want to scare people. I think that it's it's more in that in that fruity, a little bit more in 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 the oak, maybe a touch of vanilla, but I could probably get that from a lot of different things right there. The very rare, the Middleton, very rare, the Barry Crockett Legacy Edition. This is. Um, the name of their master distiller emeritus, Barry Crockett. That's where it comes from. If you can find this, you might want to try it at $500 a bottle. <laughs> I don't know. But Fingers Malloy, happy St. Patrick's Day to you. Happy St. Patrick's Day And all the Malloys out there. Are you, are you ready for this? Tony, I've been ready for this all day. Let us go. Let us go to, to Mr. Crockett, Barry Crockett, the Middleton, M-I-D-L-E-T-O-N, Middleton, very rare. Mm. Fingers, you're moving around doing a little Kentucky chew with that. That's how you move it around the palate. They call that the Kentucky chew. There is uh, definitely that oak comes out on the palate. Really? Yes. Vanilla as well. Uh, A slight hint of fruit. Whatever that spice I was picking up on the nose, not getting that uh, as I took my first my first sip, Tony. Why don't you go ahead, dive in, and, and I'm tell ready. us what Here you I go. Think. The Middleton, very rare Barry Crockett Legacy. It's absolutely smooth, just in my mind, wonderful. And Tony, he's, oh my, did he fall in love? Did he fall in love, ladies and gentlemen? Oh, okay. I said, and I don't lie, I am not an Irish whiskey guy. That is not your typical Irish whiskey. There is a citrus punch going on. And when I say citrus punch, I mean like like a punch. Like you would get in a bowl. There's a multiple flavors of citrus going on. There is a vanilla that coats uh, the, the palate there. And there is oak in the back. Mm-hmm. By the way, no burn going down. Oh, there is no. zero burn in the chest at all. There is an oak in the back of the throat mm-hmm. with this vanilla on the tongue. And this citrus burst, almost not juicy fruit, but 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 like 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 a lighter fruit punch. You can get ruined on this. Yeah, and uh, oh. there's absolutely. I didn't detect any sting on the tongue at all. 
I mean, no burn going down whatsoever. If you put this into a pouch, you would think for a second it was Capri Sun. <laughs> that is, that's the level. I mean, it's it's shockingly sweet on, on, on there. There is no, there's no spice. Maybe if you want to argue there's a hint of cinnamon, right? A little touch, mm. something going on. That's got to be the smoothest thing I've had in a long time. And I really don't want to do anything to this. I don't want to put mm-hmm. any any. Uh, I don't want to put an ice chip in it. I don't want to put it on the rocks. Uh, you're not even maybe a drop of cool water, but I don't even want to do that. We it's always perfect. start it neat and then decide whether it needs to go to an ice chip, a little cool water, big rock, uh, full uh, full chip, something like that. Oh no, oh no, 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 no. This is going to get finished, and this is going to get finished neat. Okay, the so Middleton, my- very rare Barry Crockett legacy. Now this is uh this is out of what I would pay as far as a, 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 a price goes. But for you, would you put five hundred dollars down on a bottle of this? Give me the event, give me the people, and yes, I mean that's that is stunning. That is stunningly good. It's not like oh that's good or oh that's surprising. That's stunningly good. Now, I could argue, right? I could easily make the argument, I got nine things under $55 that I find stunningly good. <laughs> My gosh. But for, for experience, the dollar amount matches what the experience can be. Yeah. It's just right in that place. If you told me this was $1,000 a bottle, I uh, no. $500 a bottle, if there is something magnificent to celebrate with friends, some worthy event, un. Doubt it. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I'm yeah. going back to He's it. He's going back to it. Well, to me, you know, $500 a bottle is too steep, but I would definitely seek this out at my favorite lounge. I, it's it, it's worth whatever they're going to charge you for a pour. Uh, it's it, it's the kind of thing that uh, needs to be tried. Yeah, I'm glad I got the opportunity. Now, we're pairing this with the Davidoff Nicaragua Robusto, which has a little more spice on it, a, a bit of, of, of wood. It's, it's a different pairing. I don't know if it's the first pairing I would go to, but it's a different pairing. We actually took the cigar to pair with the Teeling Whiskey. We may have to, we may have to wait on that. <laughs> I got to see this through to the end right here. This is special for St. Patrick's Day for, well, pick the occasion. The Middleton, very rare Barry Crockett legacy. This is um, to the people at the Middleton Distillery. Well done. Really and truly First time in a while, I'm like, yeah, yeah, there's, there's, I just had something special and I know it. I'm going to be able to tell that story. Keep it here. This is Eat, Drink, Smoke. Follow Eat, Drink, Smoke on social media, on Twitter, at Go Eat, Drink, Smoke, on Facebook, facebook.com slash Eat, Drink, Smoke, and Instagram at Eat, Drink, Smoke podcast. So I need uh, to come back to something, (laughs) a price, because we just had maybe the most great answer we've ever had to a price we found online for the Middleton Barry Crockett legacy, the Middleton very rare Irish whiskey that we're drinking. It's Eat, Drink, Smoke. I'm Tony Katz. That right there is America's favorite amateur drinker, Fingers Malloy, and this is special. This is absolutely fantastic. We were talking with the owner of Blend Bar Cigar uh, about, about this and how hard it's been to get uh, the Barry Crockett legacy, the Middleton very rare. Because of COVID, it's just changed everything. It's been difficult to come by. And he got a chance to get a couple bottles, and he took it for the store. And I said, we were looking this up, and we found this at $500 a bottle. He goes, $120, $150. Don't listen to that online crap. <laughs> I was like, oh, 
wait a second, $150, this is in my liquor cabinet. $150, this is in my yeah. liquor cabinet. This is one of the better things I have ever had to drink. And I've been saying, quit listening to that online crap for years, Tony. We're also cleaning it up. He didn't say quit listening to that online crap. There were, there were words said about the online crap, for sure. Chipotle, because while we're doing high-end Irish whiskey, let's talk about Chipotle. They have decided to let everybody know that their jobs will become obsolete. They are testing a robot that makes tortilla chips, and its name is Chippy. Yeah, this follows in the footsteps. They have a robot that makes burritos, but its name's Frank. Strange. <laughs> who would have, somebody strange is in charge of naming. This is the way it's all going to go. We've already come to accept that you don't speak to somebody when you order. You punch it into a board at quick service, whether it's McDonald's. If you go to Costco, where I was at a Costco last week, and sure enough, there was no onion gun, and people were asking. People were asking for the onion gun. Do I have to? What's that online petition site? <laughs> change.org? Yeah, change.org. Do I have to start a change.org petition you should. for the I, onion gun? I, I bet you it's already there. But if you want to <laughs> if you want to start one, we will push it, and we will get a bajillion signatures. That's an official uh, unit of measure, by the way, the bajillion. People are accepting this, and they're, they, they have to do something because the people aren't there. There is still, still a, 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 a labor crunch going on. We have less filings for unemployment than we have in the past and that's great, but it doesn't count the people who have given up altogether have taken themselves out of the workforce for a whole series of reasons including the idea of gig economy and their, their work in the arbitrage on, on Amazon, which I find so fascinating. That's a very Gary V Gary Vaynerchuk uh, conversation. You, 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 you're at Kohl's. You ever been to the Kohl's? Oh, using the Kohl's. Cash. You find a pair of, of Nikes that normally go for $93, and you find them there for $37.50. <laughs> and uh, then you buy them and you sell them, right? Or they're normally $60. You find them for $42. There are Kohl's flippers? Yes. Making thousands of dollars every single month. It's incredible. The idea that you should spend all day working in an office, all day working in a plant, all day working wherever, that is not the way people think anymore. This is not, it's not necessarily a bad thing, but it is creating labor crunch for standard retail because people are saying, I could work my own hours. I want to be up from 1 a.m. to 5 a.m. and I'll just stuff envelopes then and send out the products that I purchased. Okay. First of all, I'm stunned that Chipotle makes their, their chips in the restaurant. Oh, yes, they do. I'm, I'm a, stunned a, by that. You it's think a that, matter of pride. I don't know if you know this now or not, Tony, but nowadays you can go to a store and they put them in, in bags and you could buy them right off the shelf. So they're going the extra mile. They're creating robots to make the, the chips on site. Okay, I'm going to say this uh, because we're in a very tight labor market. I applaud all of this. I love the idea of, of going to a McDonald's and just touching a kiosk uh, and not having to talk to people. Talking to people is the worst, Tony. Is that really because what you order is so embarrassing you don't want anybody else to look you in the oh, eye? Oh, come on. I'm at McDonald's. Is we're that all, it? We're all... You're people. all in it together? Yes. Everybody's in, everybody's in on the joke. <laughs> Reminds me, after this, I have to go pick up some Shamrock Shakes. We already had them. Oh. We, we, did, we have a tradition in the house. We did the Shamrock Shake every year. But I, I, I figure I should pick some up Spikes? Uh, on the way home. Well, clearly, for the kids. <laughs> <laughs> Have you tried that? Hold yet? on, hold on. 
Please don't call any government agency. I'm not going to spike it for the kids that much. You were saying? Have you tried? We, we talked about this a couple of weeks ago. Uh, Dunkin' Donuts had, had stepped up, and they were coming up with a beverage to compete. I did not. With, it, was a, it was a shamrock macchiato or something like I, that. I, I'm, I'm there for the coffee, not for them to screw around with my hopes and dreams. <laughs> Just do your job. Let me leave the money and go. Chippy. That's, that's it. Chippy the chip maker. Chippy the chip maker. That's what they're doing. Meanwhile, Costco, speaking of the onion gun, mm. they um, are getting, are they really getting rid of the hour? Yes. So Costco is one of the first places when COVID was hitting to say, hey, we're going to be open. Here's what we'll do. We will space people out in the line six feet. We'll only let certain people into the store at certain times. Not certain people, a certain amount of people into the store at certain times. And then we'll open an hour early. And that hour early will be for people 65 and older. So before everybody else is in there, so they'll feel a little bit safer. They're getting rid of that hour? April 18th. It will no longer be there. It's not only for seniors, but also for first responders and people with disabilities. It will no longer be available. They encourage people who took advantage of that hour to visit their website. That's a shop. That's a, that's a weird move for a company like Costco. What, exactly what were they losing in terms of staffing in that early hour? Are, are they not able to staff it? Well, I mean, that's, that's a conversation. That's, I think, where we're going, right, Tony, is that... There, so many of these places are having a hard time staffing normal hours. And an hour doesn't seem like much, but, you know, we've got hundreds of stores all over the country. Uh, maybe this is a, a real problem that they, they can't staff the, the, the store throughout all of those hours and they have to make cutbacks somewhere. I just I, I, I was very, very um, I, I, I read that. And I was like, I, 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 I don't I don't think it's a good idea. I think it's I think it's an absolutely wretched uh, idea because I think people do appreciate those things and like those things. It's a way to to, to build a brand. But honestly, until they bring back the onion gun, nothing matters. I will say this. Uh, they changed the hot dog about a year or so ago, and after a serious amount of taste testing, <laughs> I, I could say that we ran it through the computers at the Fingers Malloy Institute for Institutes, uh -huh. and we have determined that it's not as good and I think I may be done with the Costco hot dog. What? It's just not as good. This is not a good segment for Costco on Eat, Drink, Smoke. Not as good. I mean, I'm still going to go uh, to Costco, but it's 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 not as good of a hot dog. I, I know. Why? Why? There's no onion. No, you is needed that it? the onion on top of the dog. And not only did they eliminate the onion, they eliminated the best part of the onion, which was the delivery method to get the onion on the dog, the so, onion gun. So if they had onions that they could give you for a nickel, no. for a nickel. If it, if it comes with a gun. No, no, if it comes with a gun. <laughs> As a, a nickel, you get the onions and a 38. <laughs> well, <laughs> I thought this was America. <laughs> If Costco sold firearms, people would fall apart. They wouldn't, they wouldn't know what to do. The, the, the protests would go on for forever and, and a day. Oh, it's never going to happen. You don't have to worry about it. Get Let's Go Bourbon, our book at Amazon.com. Go buy it right now. The very rare, the Middleton very rare Barry Crockett Legacy Irish Whiskey is absolutely stunning. 
and it's an absolute must. It's an absolute must drink. And this Davidoff Robusto, the Nicaragua Robusto Tubo, it's seventeen dollars a stick. I can see how that's too much for some, but it's a it's it's a solid nutty flavor with a little bit of wood going. Pepper is building a touch, not as much as I thought it would. But it's a cigar worth uh, smoking. Find everything at EatDrinkSmokeShow.com. This is Eat, Drink, Smoke. Our new book, Let's Go Bourbon, the bourbon reader you've always needed, is now available on Amazon.com and our website, EatDrinkSmokeShow.com. Pick up a copy today. 